Good morning, this is Crazy Ink Podcast with Ivy Harper, KT Adler, and Tia Rain, also known as Casey Connor. Never forget to stay crazy. Hey. Hello, guys. Hi. 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 Oh, gosh. Okay. So, good morning. How's everyone doing? (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) How's your week been? You don't even want to know how my week's been. I think <laughs> you guys have found out. It's been a rough week for me. Because you just finished your, um, you just finished a project that you were working on? I did. And I, whew, I powered through, but I got it turned in last night. But yes. I feel so proud of you, dude. Like, yes. I know. I'm excited. I'm so, I'm happy that you got it completed. Um, I know we all are on like some kind of short, amount of deadline <laughs> yes 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 that's always fun um Casey how's your week been um busy uh like like Casey I have projects I have to complete so it has been a really busy late night week mm, yes late night late night late <laughs> nights late nights. <laughs> late nights coffee life hardcore mm. I, I don't drink coffee though Okay. You know, yeah. I, I need to try that uh that lemon water thing you told me because I was like, you was like, oh, just get some lemon water. I was like, I don't have lemons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. We have a continuous stock of lemons and garlic in my household. Me too. Oh. Me, me too. It's like continu- There's always garlic and lemon, and some a seasoning called um, I guess y'all call it culantro. We call it shadow bunny. Um, I put it in everything. Everything. Oh, cilantro. Oh. So no, that's cilantro, yeah. coolantro. It's a different sort of cilantro. Cool it looks like, yeah, it looks like a spiky long leaf. I've never um, heard of it before, but I've you know. never it's, either. You can find, like, if you go to Spanish, uh, I don't know if you have Spanish grocery stores now, you guys, it makes everything taste better. Mm, I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. Something I'll to hook myself a husband with. What, girl? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I want to welcome our guests to our podcast. Um, it is me, Ivy Harper. It is Casey Connor, also known as Tia Rain, and KT Adler. And this hey. morning, because we like to keep you guys really close with us, we wanted to talk about heroines and heroes, the type we like, the features we like, their backstories, what we love about writing them. So I hope you guys enjoy our podcast today, because um, I'm the official voice person. <laughs> so I will open the floor. Let's start with, let's say, features. What do you guys like? What about certain heroes do you like? Like, I know I typically love, I personally, as a reader, like redheads. I don't know what that is, but I do love really? redheaded male character. I don't know. I didn't, like, I didn't realize it until we had that one conversation. And I was like, I, like, I actually like redheads. And oh. it's like a prevalent thing. But I write predominantly, like, and when I was thinking back at some of the male characters, like, it was either a lot of blondes or a lot of brunettes. I, okay. I actually, I, I love brunettes, and I have to make myself write a blonde. Um, if you ever notice, like, all my male characters usually, you know, like, dark hair. And yep. if, if you read one of my books and he has dark hair, he is going to be the hero. So I have to keep reminding myself, put a blonde in there sometimes, you know. <laughs> Throw in a blonde. Throw in a blonde every once in a while. <laughs> what about you, Katie? 
I, I the darker the hair the better. Like I like my my male characters have like jet black hair. It's always been a fascination of mine because my family has a lot of like redheads. Um, my grandmother hair is like a sugar red. So, oh, if their hair is not red, it's like like a mousy brown. But I always I always used to look at people with dark hair and be like, yes, you have the greatest hair. So I my heroes predominantly have very jet black hair. I like it. I mean, mm. jet black with blue eyes is like a classic. It's the classic. Jet black with silver eyes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Me and silver. Yeah, me and silver and hazel eyes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my silver gosh. Hazel eyes. For me, it's the green eyes. We all know why. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think <mean>, my blushing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, when you when you write a male heroine character, I mean, it's it's always like an amalgamation of like the dreams, like you take like dream qualities that you're like, oh my gosh, like the made up prince you used to pretend was gonna rescue you when you were a kid, mm-hmm. and now you're an adult, so of course there's a bunch of adult desires thrown in. Yeah, right. he needs to be taller than me. He needs to be. Um, actually, I think I read a book where a character it was first time I was reading a book where the male character was like, I want to say he was like five nine, five eight. It was really good, but it was because the female character was shorter too. So when you write like oh. a male character, do you do you think about how he matches with the female character, or are you just all about the male character? Hmm, that's a good question. I think I I just write my I, I see who I see, and usually you know I've told you what was before my my males come to me first and they tell me they're females, and sometimes it don't even add up. But I'm short, you know. You know, kind of short. I'm kind of short. Um, so I, I usually mostly write short females. You know, I find that interesting because I'm always trying to look at, like, the ratio of authors who are short because, like, there are, like, it's funny. <laughs> Sorry. Because, <laughs> because it's almost, like, this natural thing where you naturally take certain features of yourself and, like, mm-hmm. combine them. So, like, short writers write short characters, especially female characters, at least from what I've noticed. Like, if the woman would be like, oh, I'm actually 5'5", five, five, I'm like, oh, so your character's 5'5", five, five, too? And you're just like, okay but for me because i'm like i think i'm five eight five nine between there my characters are always five eight five nine or maybe i would draw i would actually voluntarily write a character that was like six oh for me it's a mixture because i don't want to offend anybody while they're reading so i want to include everybody so i range my height of my females between five five um and six feet or five three and up sometimes it's it's based on the character i think casey made a good point it's based on my male character um, mm-hmm. and how he feels mm-hmm. about a female and then she appears in my mind or my see a picture is like oh that's her um yeah yeah but I like my, I like my mentor um yeah mm-hmm. I'm six feet so anything above six feet is a dream for me like six 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 four haha <laughs> drew yes I would write that um but I like I, it's based on my male character and how he perceives um, his heroine to be. Mm-hmm. Which is always interesting because if he perceives his character to be like, it's hard. It's like because I there's a certain type of like character traits I like my female characters to have to a certain extent. And so it's funny because when you look at the care a female character through the guy's eye, she's gonna be adorable no matter what, right? Because he likes yep. in love with her. But as the writer, you're like, I need her to be like this hardcore or this no shit taking character. 
And then you have your, your male character like, oh, she's supposed to be adorable. And you're like, <laughs> I can say, I can say mine has never been wrong before. Um, Cause even if, if he, he's going to tell me she has to be a smart, smart, aleck. you know what I'm saying? Like uh, they, they usually tell me that she, they want a smart mouth, you know? So I've never had written, a, I've never had a guy, a guy character tell me if you want something and, and I'm like, well, no, I want to make her this. Usually they're spot on with the, with the, what what they like. Yeah, okay. Okay. Have you ever now here's a question. Have you ever had your two characters in a chapter supposed to do something, but both characters want to do the opposite? Ooh. <laughs> like and I'm not story of our life. You. Right. Like you as a writer, you're writing what you're writing, but like one character wants to go right, the other character wants to go left. So it's hard to like connect them oh. because they're both doing like their own thing in a chapter. Yep. Um, I don't think I've ever had that before. I, they're usually in sync. They're usually, it's me they don't like. They they're usually in sync. They can they can do without me. But it's, do they it's ever like day. us? Yeah. Do they ever like <laughs> us? They do not. They do not. They do I not. mean, I've experienced where I wrote a chapter and it was like the girl wanted to do something and it was like, oh okay, I can go with that because sometimes I focus a little bit more on a female character. But the male character, for like the first time, because honestly, for me, it's the opposite. The, male, the female character usually talks to me. The male character, for the first time, was like, no, I'm not, that's not, I'm not letting that happen. And I was just like, but that has to happen for the next chapter? And he was like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then he just got quiet. He was like, absolutely not. And I was like, okay. I so- have. I have written a book uh, where I had this. I remember in my young adult series, which I don't really cross brands, but I was writing my heroine to be with one guy, and the other guy just kept popping on screen. He was just, you'd be writing the scene for her and this guy, and then he pops up, and he's like, no, no, I'm stepping in here. And by the time I got to the end of the book, I realized, you're trying to tell me this is your girl. Like, I'm just trying to put her with someone else. And you're like, nah, nah, this was mine. Dude. That was the first time I've ever. That's it, how I don't know why I find that sexy, but I think that's sexy. I think that's sexy. It was. What do you guys sexy. think about like a triangle, like a triangle relationship where one person loves the other person, the other person loves the other? Well, you know, I love messy in books. Yeah, uh, I have to sometimes <laughs> calm my messy down because I love stuff like that in books. Like I will read a book like that, even when if I know the end, like I know she's going to end up with this guy, I would still read it because I just love, I love drama. See, and I and I'm the kind of person that like it's okay to have drama, but like I always get mad at like the story dynamic where like it depends on the book, right? But like sometimes there's a character who's like needs to like get their frustrations out, and if they don't even get to like yell at the people, I get so frustrated. Like I'm like, go off. <laughs> yeah. No, I do want that. I do want them to, you know, go off and make a feel like, especially if I've been, I'm reading a book and the character's been chasing a guy for like this whole book, and he has been giving her a runaround over another girl, and then finally he comes to her, and I do want her to like, okay, hold up now, you know, speak her mind, you know, go off, go off, sis. Like I, it's yeah. nothing more frustrating in a book where you feel like a character, even a side character, is wronged, and they don't actually, and like, they don't get to, yeah. Like tell everyone think, about themselves. I think for me, my I like my female female characters witty, because that's who I am as yeah. a person. Absolutely. I like my female characters have a lot of clapback. They mightn't be physically strong, you know, or they mightn't be a hundred percent badass. Mm-hmm. But if you tell them something, they should be able to tell you back and hurt your feelings just a little bit. 
for you to step back and say she's not one to mess with. You know, that's I think that's predominantly how I like all my female characters. I do like my women soft. Um, I like writing badass women, but it just doesn't come off badass. I don't know why. It doesn't come off, you know, badass. Yeah. But um, like bum, leather wearing with a psych. No, that's that's tsunami. So I let that <laughs> idea go. No, no, and I don't. I don't mean that in any way. I just that was just a, a, a description in my mind that came up as when I think about as much it looked like. A Ducuda, a Ducati. <laughs> you got a Ducati. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I really wasn't thinking about that. I just thought badass equals leather jacket, pants, corset. Yeah. Great makeup, great hair, a great ass walk. Don't mess with her. She could uppercut you. Um, yeah. I, I haven't. Huh. No, I was saying, I think it depends because, like, for me personally, I would think you write badass characters because your badass characters, you, your female characters usually have um, these awesome comebacks. And like they're, and yeah, just, they're, yeah, they're more like, um, they're badass in the way that you would, if you were reading an adventure novel and you had a strategist, they're badass in, like, that way. Yeah, that's the kind of badass I am. I mean, my characters are, I mean, I am, well, I guess me too. <laughs> but my characters are, because they're not, like, right, that's what I'm saying. They're not gonna, like, uppercut you, but they hurt your feelings. Yeah, I, I see what you're you saying. Know, yeah, they're gonna hurt your feelings. Like, don't don't come for them because you know they'll mess you up. Um, but I, I like my woman to be a, a balance of soft and badass. And if I could achieve that balance in each woman, it'll be nice to me. I, mm-hmm. I was gonna say I have to. Uh, my toughen up women have to happen in like third round of edits. For some reason, I always, even if I say, oh, she's going to be tough, she always ends up coming out like, aww. So I'm learning That's because that- you like drama. <laughs> I do. I, I, oh, yes. I do love drama. But I have to do, You do drama so well, though. You do drama really good. She does. So I can understand why you like drama. Like that book with the, um, where love is found? Look. Hey. Can, oh, can I gosh. talk about that for one second? Can I talk about that for one second? Because Jackson is exactly what I like in a man. I like them thick. And I'm talking about T-H-I-C-C-C-C-C thick. Jackson? What? And Jackson was thick, right? Yeah, Jackson, Jackson was thick. thick. He Listen, was thick. he was one of these first heroes in a book that was muscular, but he was thick. He was thick. In my he mind, in my mind, being a thick chick... <laughs> <laughs> Being a thick chick, the yeah. Jackson was, was one of those. Jackson was one of those heroes. It's like, all right, Jackson, I see I, you. you, know, you I, I enjoyed the fact that for once it was like the female who was like the right character because you know it's mm-hmm. always the guy that has like all the drama. He has all the like problems and the dark paths. But yeah. like, I really enjoyed her being like a female rake. You know. And yeah. it was fun because he was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, what you mean? I, I, that one, I really enjoyed writing that one because I really wanted to, I, I wanted to jump out there and do it differently. Because you have, you know, I read also, I read a lot of books. And sometimes when I read something, I say, you know what? I've been reading a lot of these books. I wonder if I could, and that's how a lot of stuff in my stuff start. I wonder if I could. And, and and that book Duck was that character that I really wanted to kind of just change oh, the script. Tracy Connor, pause. <laughs> T- Katie, what are you doing? I did nothing. Continue. 
Yeah, I heard crunching. No, I was like, listen, I, I did. I did nothing. What happened was my, my posted pads all fell down on the side of my legs. So I was trying to pick them up daintily without oh anybody God. pointing out. But no. <laughs> I wasn't going to point it out, but then I was like, hold up. Like all my posted just fell. Inside of me, and I'm just like, okay. Let me pick this up softly and put it back on the table. One. Mm-hmm. No, by one. Like, no, <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. I was gonna ask you, what are you eating? <laughs> no, let's not talk about food, please. I'm trying to get. Are you on our side note with this topic? Are you? Have you guys started dieting for July as yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you know the silence. You know the silence, right? Silence. Of, of... Yeah. Well, I ate a Korean food yesterday. As... <laughs> But like, um, is that um, what you all, all, always eat Korean food? Like you said, like I was about to say new. only. Um, first of all, I eat a lot of different things, but <laughs> <laughs> Korean food is like that, like that thing, like that's like you know, like that thing. It's like getting roasted plantains from like a Jamaican restaurant. It's that thing I'm always going to eat, no matter what. Okay. Oh boy. Okay, sis. Nobody, nobody coming for you with your roasted. No, no, no. It is like because, and also because they always pack vegetables. Like sometimes it's just if you want to like eat something real quick. There are not a lot of restaurants where you can go and just like they're gonna give you a, a great amount of vegetables. That's true. Like you go if, even if you go like to like one of those fancy restaurants and you're like, oh, I want like a sirloin steak, and they bring you broccoli. It's like this like pinch it's amount of broccoli, broccoli, yeah, <laughs> and a pinch amount of carrots, and you're just like, so where's the vegetables? So yeah, it's like, As no, you're gonna eat, you're gonna take this meat and call it a day. You know what? <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It's only because I'm a romance writer. That's the only reason why my brain is like, what? That was good, though. That was good. I'll call it a day, all right. Yes, sir. Take yeah. it to me and yes, call sir. it a day. Yes, sir. As long as it satisfies you, it's all that matters. It's all that matters. Talking about Korean. Talking about Korean. Would you ever write... Well... A Korean male character? Yeah. Would you ever write a Korean male character? Of course. I because mean... Korean men are gorgeous. Let's just, let's just put it out there. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. I, I mean, I don't honestly, know. I can find gorgeous in any ethnicity. Like, you know, I, I've never been that person. Be like, oh, I can't see that thing. No, I can find a gorgeous man in any ethnicity. I don't. I don't know what you guys sure are talking right. about. But I can mm-hmm. find him in sure right. You know. No, but they, they're gorgeous. Like their skin and stuff, because they take such um, interest in their skincare. They have like really beautiful skin. I think it's all about um, the family like though the thing about it is like whenever you want to reach into like uh whatever let's just say let's just do it across the board Asian culture or um an island culture like Pacific Islanders or whatever um the conversation the problem that I face is the research the research is going to be so like Mm -hmm. because you want to write accurately you want to depict their culture correctly you don't want to characterize them or do anything stereotypical you know so i mean of course i'm down but that would be like a project that would be like oh you know yeah i like the research though i like in in that case we have to learn somebody else's culture Mm -hmm. yeah i don't mind doing research for that Mm. like if i have to sink myself in samoan culture (laughs) and just really Mm. absorb Mm -hmm. (laughs) absorb what the 
specific islanders have to offer. But you, you know, I, I, would, I would want to. I would want to. If I'm going to do the boring culture, I would really want to be hands on. You know, like I would really mm. want to be. You know, what, what, what they call that when method acting? I would. I would really want to like really sample. <laughs> 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 she said, I don't know what she said, but I feel like I agree. I agree. And you know what? You know what, Casey? I agree with her because you can only learn so much through you theory. Can, through practical is everything. You, you, you have to dive all the way in. You have to. Yeah, and it's funny yeah. we have pretty good in my my city. There's a pretty good um amount of Samoans, I think. Yeah. What? What city is that? We need to have this discussion. We need to come by you. I was just saying Pacific Islanders and like Hawaiians and Louis, that's the same thing. And I'm saying, I'm screwing that up. Um, There's a good (laughs) amount of of them here. Um, Just like we have a really big um, Korean community here as well. Girl. We got So for one thing, the one guys are on our list. Right. This I is becoming this is becoming a show about how we thirst after Samoan men. Basically, I have no, I have no shame. I have no I, shame. No, that is not, what it is. But I have a question. I have None. a question. I have a question. So, how do you like? What features do you always give your heroine? Oh wow! Oh. What do you want to say? I always want her to at least kill somebody at least once in a storyline. <laughs> features. Features. Oh, features. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm done. I usually, I usually go with, uh, I guess, because I'm, I'm in this curly natural hair phase now, so my, all my women have, like, natural curly hair. And I'm thinking, yeah. so I'm trying to get out of of doing that, or, or some type of natural hair. I do dreads sometimes, too. Same. But like, I'm trying to get out of, like, okay, let's. Let's put some relaxed females in here. Let's let's get some straight hair in here. I think it's it's so interesting that you asked that. I was um I'm joking about death. But um I think <laughs> I think at the beginning when I was writing like kinda on the side, I was thinking to myself, like I always wanted my care female characters to be like natural curly hair characters. Mm-hmm. But like midway through it, like cause the thing is I always thought of my like female characters as like ginger cats. I don't know why. And in my mind, I'm always like, what kind of cat would they be if they were human? <laughs> Don't ask a question. So, like, you know, it's like, I'm weird. So let's just, like, leave that out. Um, But, like, sometimes some characters will, like, I always think of them having short curly hair Mm -hmm. because they're, like, kind of clumsy, but they're kind of like, you know how Catwoman, how Halle Berry looked in Catwoman? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're kind of like that vibe where it's like, oh, well, they're soft and they kind of give in, but then you realize, no, they're actually crazy. So it's always like that or I'm like, oh, Short hair. I just like short hair next to the chin. I don't know what that's about either. Um, well, for me, uh, I have a variety of characters. And I, 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 you all know how I do my stuff. I have pictures of all my characters because I'm, I'm OCD. So I have pictures of each character. So I would never go back to how a character would look in another book. So <laughs> Amelia is never going to look like any character coming down in future books. Does that make sense? Because yeah. I have yeah. files with, with pictures of how Amelia Wolf should look. Um, but I have new files of pictures of how um, the future girls in my books would look. And each mm-hmm. girl, I try my best to vary things like complexion, weight, height, hair texture, um, something simple like lips. 
Some people like full lips. Some people like thin lips. Because yeah. particularly black women, uh, we are not just one note. Mm-hmm. We have a variety of beauty in our in our I guess race, so or, or ethnicity. So our melanin is like it, yeah. it's continuous. So I try my best to have a a, a, a dark woman, a fair woman, a caramel skin woman, a tawny woman. You know, mm-hmm. just include everyone within the story. Yeah, I think that's true too because there's such a variable of uh, black women, like you said, and we all look Mm -hmm. so different. And Uh it just, it's actually fun because you can like basically mismatch features and you're just like, yes, I'm going to make her like this, I'm going to make her like that. Um, Like even in my family, it's like fun because I can just like look at a single picture and be like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And that's how my character's going to look. And I'm going to do that look I had in 2002, compare and add it to the look my sister had in 2013. And now you have a whole brand new character. Yeah. Even with shade, like you know, with skin complexion, even with shade, I mean, my daughter and I have the same skin tone, but our undertones are different. So I have more Uh of a yellow undertone and she has more of a and so it, it, we looked at, but I mean, it's the shades, it's just the same. Even simple things like that changes, you know, with our, you know, with our skin tone, and just it just it changes your character just by still adding a different undertone. So it's all, for me, it's just it's always something different you could do, you know, even That's in the true. same story. Yeah. And also, it also depends on what the story is like because it's the romance, yep. hands down. Mm-hmm. But if my character has to be someone who has to climb up the side of a building and sneak into like a shaft or something, they can't be, they can't look a certain way. They have to look a certain way that they are able to do that. The same with if I had a character who's like a comfy nerd, like she's, that's going to ch- alter how she looks, you know, in comparison you, yeah. to a, a killing agent, you know? So I think that's also important because sometimes you have to think about the job your character has. If I have a character who's a secretary, well, she's sitting or she's filing most of the time. So that might, if I was going to care about like certain stuff, like would she have bigger calves or slimmer calves, like stuff like that. Well, you know me, I love makeup. I would love to give you a nerd that would be like the hottest girl you've ever seen, but she's like a shy book. You know, I, you know, I love being difficult though. Yeah, the girls who wear like thick <laughs> hoodies and like those big sweatpants and no one can tell what they look like. I went exactly. to school with like four of those girls. I, I'm not gonna say that literally was me through my high school life. Like hoodies were my thing and jeans. Corset. And then I remember for graduation, I put on a dress and the boys in school was like, oh, I was like, I know. I literally wore corset. I, I wore like this. I wore je- bell bottom jeans like all the time. I had like five pairs. Of course, that's your side. I wore a corset. You know, like the shapewear in high school. I wore. I know. I trained my waist in high school before training a waist was a thing. I wore corsets <laughs> underneath my uh, hoodies and stuff. Let me tell you something. I probably did not own that nary one hoodie in my life. If I couldn't show my belly in it, it was not getting worn. Um, I was not that in it, okay? I was I was influenced by like Nirvana and the grunge era. Like I was like into mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. long hair. Um what? But, but for me, it was like grunge and preppy. So I was into Nirvana and all that stuff. But at the same time, I had Britney Spears and NSYNC in the background. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I would wear, I would be a girl, I would wear a dark sweater. Um, a dark sweater was like, you know those, those shirt sweaters where the shirt comes over it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. a pair of leather pants or something. But in, in Trinidad, we don't have 
school uniform. I mean, we don't have um, clothes. We have school uniforms. Mm-hmm. So the only time we really would wear clothes is if on a Friday we have dress up day or something. Yeah, I wore uniforms but, until I came to high school. Well, no, middle school here in America. And even yeah, that, even uniform, uniforms. and even that was like the popular girls wore like Tommy Hilfiger tan pants. They wore the um, Tommy. Hilfiger, what was the other one? There's Tommy Hilfiger. Nah, we have Tommy Hilfiger, Nautica, Ivy. Well, I don't know about y'all. Y'all probably don't remember. Ivy Juicy Cruz. Couture. Older. Yeah, Juicy Couture. No. Well, it was Tommy Hilfiger for me. I, I love Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger. In fact, was I, was, big, I, was, I was a Tommy girl wearing all my days during high school. I wore Loved Tommy, it. but I wore the Tommy baby doll tees that showed my navel. <laughs> I never showed my stomach. Um, oh. Ever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> ever, um, let's see. I don't know. Like it was, it's crazy because when I think about the things I used to wear as a kid, like I was a hundred percent sporty. The only time I wore like jean skirts, that was a thing for a second. Um, you know, when you were like in middle school, you always got obsessed with like that one look, mm-hmm. and that was your thing. So it was like long sleeves, and like I always wanted to cover my arms. <laughs> I don't know why, like the up to my like knuckle. So I always look for shirts that were like super long. And then no. we had the squirts. Do you remember squirts? I remember squirts. I had a few of them. Oh my god, squirts! What squirts? Squirts were um, skirts with shorts up under them. Yes. Oh, I had those. I had those. We have to like wrap skirts to come over these the pants, right? Yes, and you would wear them, and you yes. always it was all about showing the legs. That was what it was about. It was mm-hmm. all about showing the legs because we walked everywhere. So it was like legs and those cute anklets with white socks and the oh um, yes, yes shoes, the skater like so, shoes. So the question, I have a question now. Are you gonna write a character like that in the future? based on how your teenage life oh well, god no. your teenage dress code what god no i was a mess no that book would be a mess. that wouldn't even be romance that would just be um coming <laughs> age it'd be angsty and, and just a lot of moody stuff going on ramblings like you know when you think about it because sometimes i laugh because i like i i used to be i like read why sometimes there's some na series and i'm always like yo if i sat down and had to write about myself i'd be like no <laughs> it would go no it might well mine would have ended mine would always come out of being why area day like it's it, i could start it there and then eventually it would be like nope this is not what we're doing you mean, it mean, <laughs> high school so the, our next question our next question what where was your where what was your position in school were you the nerdy girl were you the popular girl were you the hot girl were you who were you? I was the mess who everyone knew and I did not know anybody. <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, God. it was like people would say come to me and be like, oh, I know who you are, and I'd be like, How? Because I wasn't in class for like three days. <laughs> what? <laughs> like I would go to school, but there was like one class where like I'd be like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And like behind the school there was like um like uh there's like a horse farm. Well, not a, like a horse ranch, actually. I'm sorry. And but and before you got to the horse ranch, there's like a hill behind the school where you can like, if you wanted to, you could sit and listen to music for about an hour until your class so, ended. <laughs> let me get this straight. You cut class to sit on a hill and listen to music. Yeah, we are not the same. We, we are not. We the same. Same. So, so Casey, what, what, um, uh, I, what, what about you? I don't think you okay. could put me in a group. I don't think you could have put me in a group because I was so oblivious to 
how anyone else thought of me. I was, I knew a lot of people. I dated a jock and I did did drama. I was in theater. So I could have been a nerd. For some people, I was a nerd. Some people, I was, I dated one of the most popular boys in school. And then to, to my friends, I was just a goofy, silly, crazy one out the group. So I don't think I really fit. I could just say I was one thing because I was a little older. Plus, I had older brothers. My I had older brothers that knew everybody, and oh, so God. everyone knew me. Oh, uh. like people I didn't know know me. I was always known as oh, you so and so and so and so little sister. And I'm like, Dang. yeah. <laughs> I think I think my little sister suffered from that a little bit more because my sister Rachel was actually a lot more popular. Oh, okay. the middle child oh. was like the popular, and it's funny because like me, we we all went to school not paying attention to other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when someone came to us with like, "Oh, I know you and your title at the school," because you know clicks and like who you are was a thing, it was like, "How do you know me and why do you care?" Kind of vibe. Like, <laughs> you can see me, you know that <laughs> that like yeah, right. you can see me. So like yeah, like I was the kind of kid that was like, I go to school and then I kind of be like, well, "What is this all about?" And then I'd be like, oh, "I'm skipping. I don't. I'm not going." Um. But I was also the kid that the that we had an English teacher who was like AP English and she was like super strict. And I wasn't in her class, but I was in her, um, you know, that like middle period where you just like sat in someone's class for like an hour yeah. before you had to go to your yeah. next period. I don't period. understand that. And I don't understand it was like that. our home class, right? Like okay. a study period. Okay. okay. And so she was like the AP English teacher and she was like super tough. She only taught like three classes and then she was out because she went to the college to teach or our university here and she <laughs> loved me apparently because I would come into class with like four books and sit them on the desk and that's what I did for the whole period was reading okay so we would not have been friends oh no I've never broken a class I never broke a class in my life I don't understand this I don't understand how you could sit on a hill and listen to music while class is going on first weekend <laughs> Trinidad is small and my mother is dangerous so well, I mean, it was it was. Like I can't. I couldn't break class school. because no, I couldn't break class because my mother might have been shopping somewhere, and one of my teachers might bunk her up and say, "Hey, you know, I wanted to talk to you." KG missed the class, and I would feel her rage from a All mile way, away, yeah, and I know it's dead. So I, I don't understand. I, I, I've never in my whole entire life skipped a class that was um, and it wasn't only that's what i find funny because it was like literally senior skip that was just standard if you were senior you were skipping i don't understand that and, no um, i mm-mm. wow we had girls get up and walk out of class oh <laughs> she said no, no. she walked out of class and people were like her monster her up and then everyone realized she had just like walked out of no that that wouldn't that didn't work with my mother well don't get me in wrong. fact i, I was the but it was of like... course you got in trouble. I know who your mom is. You would get in trouble. <laughs> but I was the, I was the popular breaker, I guess. Um, everything you wanted your daughter to be, I was. I was student president. I was. Oh God! Um, no. <laughs> no, you no, you would have been friends with me because even though I was all those things, I was very down to it. So, um, I, I hung out with everybody. It would not have been a big problem for me. And because of that, I, I run a lot of corruption. <laughs> I run a lot of major She's small businesses. Boss. 
She's a crime boss. I, yeah. I, I run a lot of major small businesses within the school without teachers knowing. See, because they wouldn't have thought about me as being the person who would have been doing that because I was you, an angel. You know what you sound eye. like? You sound like a straight anime character. <laughs> you do. But, <laughs> no, but that's, that's, that's what I was. I was the straight A student who um, played Scrabble, did theater, did um, poetry speaking, was a part of the, well, I wasn't really a part of the swim team because I, I, I took up Scrabble instead. So my mother always, like, like days of graduation and stuff, my mother would always have, like, a box of awards to collect that she still has home, which I don't understand why, but she still has those things so that my mother would be the proud parent. But at the same time, I had a teacher who called us to school one day, and he, <laughs> I'll never forget, his, his name was Mr. Hill, and Mr. Hill, he, he put, bless his heart, <laughs> bless his heart. Mr. Hill called my mother to school, and my mother said, Mr. Hill, what's the problem? And she goes, Katie is just so... <laughs> I don't know what to say about her. She... So my mother's like, what's, what's the problem? Is she doing bad in school? My, my, he's like, no. Is she being rude to you? She, he, he's like, no. Is she late for class? But I know what I was doing. I was, I was literally giving a piece of my mind during class. But mm. you can't point out the problem. Yeah. Like, what are you going to tell my mom? I was rude. I wasn't rude. I was being very de- um, democratic with you. I just didn't like your way approach and stuff. So he, he hated my guts all through high school. <laughs> and he was the person who had to give me. He had to you give had, me my award. You had a live oh, wow. snake. You had a real snake. I know. <laughs> he hates me so bad that I, I, went, I went back home to Trinidad. And he was picking up somebody from the uh, airport. And I went, hey, Mr. Hill, how are you going? He didn't even Same. wave back at me. And I, I was like, <laughs> you, you know, it's I wouldn't funny. either. When you look back on when you were like a high schooler, you're like, what was wrong? This, all I have to do is ask myself, I was like, what was wrong with you? I was awesome. I see Especially nothing sitting on that hill listening to music. I still can't get over yeah. it. Because that's what we yeah. did. Like, my group, we did stuff. We did, like, okay, people would go to class. The classes I never skipped was the first period because that was music and I liked it. Um, I never skipped practice when I was in practice. When I was doing volleyball and drill, I did not skip those. Um, what else? But was there one class that you liked? Me? Yeah. Music. Like a class that you will never skip. Oh, she said music. History. She I never music. skipped history class. Mm. Never oh, hit. That's interesting. I loved. I, I always loved history. I loved history. I loved documentaries when I was in high school. I loved reading. Um, my English class, my English teacher was was cool. Miss Rashkis was pretty cool. Um, like I never skipped English or history ever and I actually uh wrote a lot for we had a a newspaper and one year I sent in like I don't know like six different poems and all of them showed up in the newspaper yeah so like I was like involved in school but I also was the kid that was in ISS because she was late too much so there's the what's ISS it's like in school suspension suspension. I've never got suspended. I don't know that like the lady in the class. I've never got expelled and I've never got suspended. I, you couldn't catch no, me anyway. I, I got sent to I got sent to ISS only once. I was I was actually a really good student. I, I actually played I feel like I feel but like I remember 
my English teacher, we had a project we had to do and we had to, she wanted us, I was a huge Edgar Allan Poe fan. Ooh. And I wanted to do my project on Edgar Allan Poe and she wouldn't let me. And she probably wouldn't let me because it was like African American studies. So that might be right, reason why. <laughs> and I remember I'm <laughs> sitting in class and I'm writing this note about her to my cousin. But I mistakenly oh. turned the note in. Oh my God. <laughs> and she sees it and reads the note out in class. She's like, oh, you know, Tia, yada, yada, yada. You said this about me. And she reads the note in class. And I'm sitting there like, well, I mean, it's out. I'm there now. She's like, go to, you know, the principal. So, <laughs> and this is the story. You have to know my mom. I go to the principal, and my, the principal calls my mom. And I want to tell him, you had, you had a, you look, you got better if you just disagree yourself. He calls my mom, and he reads the note to my mama. And he's like, you want to talk to her? And she's like, yeah. So he gives me the phone. My mom, she says, are you on speaker? I said, no. My mom says, you read that B-I-T-C, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting in front of you with a straight face, trying not to laugh. But yeah, she said, you read that B-I-T-C-H, right, girl? That's the kind of stuff that would happen. Like, my mom, she 100% believes in, like, the school system. So when I was being late, one day I came in and the lady was like, you're late. And I was like, kind of no, because I'm here at this time. Oh. <laughs> so she's ooh, like, I'm going to call ooh. your mom. And so she calls my mom and my mom is like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, Ivy, why are you calling? Uh, why am I getting a call? Because you're late. And I'm like, the teacher told me to call you. And she's like, why? I was like, I don't know. Hi, mom. I'm late. <laughs> Oh my god. So my mom's I'm like, done. Hey, and she's like, she said she's like, tell her to do what they're supposed to do when the kid's late. I was like, okay, so I'm home. And I'm like, what does she say? Like she expecting my mom to have a speech to me. My mom was like, but I said my mom told you to do what you guys do to kids who are late. Right. Yeah, she's like, that's I, I all she, she said. She's like, Yeah. She, like, what more do you want? She's like, So you're yeah. gonna have detention. I was like, Okay. And that was the thing. If I knew what they were going to do, like detention and I, like, because like, they can't do anything else to you because I come to school, I don't start fights, I don't, you know, I turn in my assignments, you know, I do what I'm supposed to do. So the only thing they could do was detention or access. And I was like, okay, fine. I ain't got nothing to just do anyway. Oh my God. Oh, you know, just your attitude alone. <laughs> mate. Like, I could not no. be a teacher. I could never be. So we talked about our heroines, we talked about our heroes. Now, what is something that you, oh, Personality, personality. Oh. What's a personality that you <sighs> write? You feel like you write more of? Oh, we we already know yours. I can't uh, do damsel in distress. I guess I can't. Know. I know what I can't do. Say I can't do damsels. I I don't know. I try. I try every time. We, and it just it never works out that way. It's boring. <laughs> Phoenix story. A whole story. A whole book that like is just sitting somewhere because I just can't. I can't do it. I can't. Sorry. No. What about yeah. you, Katie? Um, for my woman, again, I said it before. I like I like the moti. My men, it's based on my woman. Like, I have a character who's really. I have a couple of nice characters. Like, they are guys you you want your mother to meet. I have a have a real affection for horrible ass women. Um, <laughs> you have an affinity for you write them so well. Yeah, I like I I I, I like them. I like. I, I think I like the fact that they're horrible to other people. 
but to their woman, to their yeah, I like, like that too. They're just like you could control me, you could tell me what to do. I listen to you. To anybody else, you could go to, but to her, it's just you know I like that. I like my I like my male characters with a little edge sometimes. I love an antihero. I love antiheroes. I I understand um, princes and and uh, heroes are supposed to be good people, but I love. I love when my hero is bad too. You know, I, I like that. I like redemption I, and a hero. So, so yeah. I think I like, I love a quiet, strong man. I love a man that his actions speak louder than his words. Like he doesn't have to say much, but his presence. I love a man that has a strong presence in my book, mm-hmm. um, which is why I felt it fun to write Alpha who's quiet and he talk, but we all understood he was alpha, you know? So I love that in, in a man, in my females. I tend to write troubled females that I want to show growth. So I always write my females either feeling weak, thinking they're weak, being treated like they're weak, and then in the end, you're like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that part. I love a, I love a growth in my female. Like, oh, she stutters and she had a hard life, and then at the end, she withstood some crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that in females. I, I tend to write that quite often. I think that's always good because, like, it's it's natural character development to have a character go from being someone that you expect to not, like, not be able to meet the situation and then overcome it. That's why mm-hmm. I just, I love, I think, when you write, because the male character sometimes to me is, like, the person that gives the girl the strength, I think, and that's always nice, Where whether he's, like, an asshole or, like, a baddie or, like, just mm-hmm. the, like what I call the retrieve the betas you know how you have the beta males and the alpha yeah, males yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I always feel like if they empower the female that's even more beautiful towards the end of the book because it's like yeah. okay this person is giving you that that thing you need you know mm-hmm. and I think that's always beautiful because like but don't get me wrong I do love a guy who's you know what I always love the like the f- characters that make me think of like Johnny Depp from like Pirates of the Caribbean where it's like this witty dude who's just yeah he's just like because yeah, when i can if the male character makes me laugh by the end of chapter one i'm in love it's over this is my man period oh yeah yeah i i agree i i, and I think i i try to get try to broaden that with my with, with writing in like i do i that's what i love i love to write my quiet presence alpha but as a writer I, sometimes i gotta be like okay i can't just write what i like i have to jump out there so sometimes I have to stop and think, okay, dialogue. Oh, me and dialogue. The witty comeback. Mm-hmm. How can I make him witty? How can I make you fall in love or show them falling in love? And it has to be in that witty dialogue. So he has to be funny. He has to be quick with, like, in Well Love is Fire. And I hate to keep referencing my books, but I mean, you know, in Well Love is Fire. That's where you have to Right? I had to, I had to constantly, because she was so witty. Like, my heroine was just, she had clapped back for days. That's right. I, I had to really work around making him witty because sometimes, you know, you do a guy witty and he seems like an a-hole and you're like, oh, he's just mean. Whereas your girl can say anything she wants and it does not quite feel that way. You ever felt like that? Like, you have to be careful what he says uh-huh. more than you have to be uh-huh. careful what she says. Yeah. Because depending so, on what he says, he might sound like an a to, like you said, like a total douche. To, uh, yeah, a total douche. So it's like uh, you got it's that fine line you have to kind of play with. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it boils down to the question. Like I had a question before and I totally forgot because I have old age. But it boils down <laughs> to the question. No, like I had a really good question before and I'm like, oh, that's a good question. And it's like, poof, it's gone. Um, what kind of, well, how, should, how do I quote? What do you rather write? Dialogue or a setting? Mm. I love dialogue. If I could just write a book with only dialogue, without description of how the chair looks or the wall looks, just a hundred percent dialogue. I would. I think for if I'm trying to get it to, if I'm just writing, if I'm just my last manuscript is probably like ninety percent di- dialogue. Dialogue. Ninety percent dialogue, but. And when I get to go back, I do love writing the settings because I want you to see it the way I see it. Right. But yeah, my my first my my first draft is all is 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 dialogue. Like, help me move this story along. Oh God, it's weird. It depends on how, what about you, Ivy. It depends on how it comes to me because sometimes I'll be like writing something and I realize no one's talking like it's all like from the inside depending on how I write it sometimes it's like all from the perspective of um the person so I'm just writing what's happening and I don't really focus on the dialogue and then I realize oh my god no one's been talking for like three chapters (laughs) (laughs) because like sometimes I'm so invested in like the happenings of like a single character I'm like oh wait there are people around them I need to include that. <laughs> and then sometimes there'll be a chapter where it's like, I feel like they're talking too much. Just shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there before. And it depends on like, it all, because it's, it's, it's a dynamic of like, if I'm writing, if I'm writing in without like, if I'm writing in a contemporary, right, and I'm not having to make up like the world or the scenery and add magic and nothing like that, then it's a lot more dialogue because I don't have to work hard. You know what a computer is, you know what a bed is, you know what a car is. I don't need to explain what yes. those are. So there's a lot more That's dialogue a in a contemporary because you're not really working hard to explain where they are because they already know if you say a hospital room, people kind of have a general idea of what a hospital room looks like. But if yeah. I'm like writing a paranormal. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, that I finished those manuscripts. Um, it's a whole lot more work in the in the description of what's happening, of the characters around what they're doing, because some of them might be doing something that is considered magic, and another character might be like just having a conversation. So, like, um, with, like for example, like I could say the girl just put a scarf on, but if it's a character that's able to create a scarf, now I got to tell you they created a scarf while they're talking. You know, and you have to show how they created it. Just wave they had exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then, so, so sometimes you're right. So sometimes, especially if I do a battle scene, oh, God. God. a battle scene nope. takes all kinds of energy. Kind, yeah. And it's honestly, I swear, a battle scene is rougher to write than it is to write a sex scene. It is, but you do it so well, though. Like you, you write a fight scene mm-hmm. so well. I I I I I try to avoid as much fights in my book because in my book he shot the man he's dead. I'm not going through side kick left kick uppercut. No 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 no. Boom, you're dead. Look, is it? It, it's a fighting over. It's as simple as like, did I show how powerful my character is? Because you know, because I'm anime inspired, ninety five percent of the time, um. There are just some things like you have to show someone catching the axe and showing that 
them catching that accident, that speed was so fast that it caused a vibration in the very air around them. That's a lot of and work. It- That's a lot of work. <laughs> That's a lot of work. I, okay. I, I feel you 100% because that was the last thing I wrote uh, was the final fight scene in, in, in this manuscript I was turning in. This is final fight scene. And it's like I had, it's, uh, and it's worse is that, not worse, but I got a bunch of characters all doing something, you know, and it's one scene. And then you're, you're I'm writing and I'm thinking, oh, I'm showing her, her do this and she's doing that. And you're thinking, well, where's all these other people? What they doing? Because right now she buys up, you know, so it is a, and you're right, you have to show, I want, I want you to see how she jumps over this railing down into the middle of this pal with her guns blazing you know i have to <laughs> show you that you know it's the kind of search it's kind of stuff that pushes you to have a search engine that makes you questionable under the eye of the fbi basically oh yeah i know i know i'm flagged <laughs> I, I know i am flagged i think i've reached this stage where they think something is definitely wrong with me like, oh yeah how long like, is it- if i carry my computer as a clean by some place and they see my history mm. Oh, they yeah. think something is definitely wrong and that's okay. When you go pick it up, the FBI will be sitting there waiting for you. Yeah, you're like, oh, can you create a bomb underwater that can do radiate out and, you know, all that kind of research? And you're just like... Um, mine was mine was dismembering. Like, I had to really <laughs> dig into dismembering. Uh, <laughs> it was like, at one point, I was like, this is just too much. This is too much. Right? Looking up a thousand ways My, to die. Mine was guns. Yeah, I think I had to learn. I had to learn about guns. Oh, don't even so, get me started. So like, I know. I have a lot of information in my head right now about guns that I just. You don't need it, but it's there okay, now. I'm, I'm going to send it to you because it was a, a pretty good article about uh writing guns and weapons, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of myths about like how you think that like silencers. They was like people think that if someone puts a silencer on you could blow a gun and no one hears it it's like sound like a, you know a mouse fart he's like no you can still hear it like you can still hear room, it yeah you can definitely still hear it you can still hear it's, it i was yeah. it's like a low pop like, yeah exactly and they were like you know so that was uh that was fun but you know that's the thing <laughs> about writing if you write a character if you're doing suspense if you add because people when you say you write romance it's romance and this. So it's like romance the, mm-hmm. fantasy or romance paranormal, which is like under fantasy or romance suspense. Like it's never like, oh, because you do focus on the couple, but if the couple is like a powerhouse and one's an agent mm-hmm. and one's like an assassin, and now your level of research is just uptick. So you can't have your male yeah. character say something like, I- um, I ran the knife in him, and but I don't get scars on my hands. Like, that doesn't make any sense right. because most people have some form of scarring on their hand if they're, like, stabbing a human being because stabbing into exactly. a human, part, human body is not easy. It's not easy at all. Some people can break their thumbs. No, I, I um, after I finish all my, after I finish all my deadlines, I have, I'm, I'm going back to old school romance. It's just two people falling in love. In a coffee shop. Nothing else. Nothing else. Just two people falling in love in a coffee shop. Nothing to hurt my brain. Nothing to nothing to make me go, oh God, Jesus, why? No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. Coffee shop. You throw my coffee down. I love you. The end. You know what's funny? That's the book. I actually had a I had this cute idea, and I'll talk to you about that later. But it's it's funny. I don't want to hear anyone's ideas. No one. Because ideals 
spark spark my ideas i'm like no no first of all we don't we're no longer allowed to be a think tank for the rest of this year we cannot be a think tank no no you no. see that's what you are i i don't that does not affect me i don't suffer from that because my brain instantly says <laughs> no like i say it out loud and i type it like <laughs> no that's not happening that's nice if you have an idea but no then that's the problem about being a writer because you you walk out of your house and you see something like oh that's cool that'd be cool oh that'd be cool oh that'd be really cool and then off you go yeah and you're done you your life has been you ruined know. that break you said you're gonna have ends really quickly um if you, you can uh, even have a break yeah but so I you, you both i, I admire you guys i really do admire you both and i love you very much but um no I see something that'll remind me of a book. I put it down in a file. I have a file of ideas and I write it down and I close that file and I put that file away because I have a file of unfinished books. Um. So all the ideas are in a other file. Can you have a so once file I get an idea, books? I guess, yeah, I do. I, once, once I have a file with the coffee shop, the girl file, coffee file, and the man clothes. Boop, idea, close, file, put file in box. No, I have so much work to complete. I can't. I can't afford to have new ideas right now. Cause, yeah, yeah. She just shivers. Like, like, you know. Oh my god. But that is yeah. That is hilarious. This has been an enjoyable conversation about heroines, heroes, our bad memories of school, <laughs> our fashion choices, hey, and a few few teasers about how we feel about Samoan men. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait to open the next third episode. And if you have any suggestions or any questions, feel free to leave a voice message and I will post the link down below. Thank you. And you guys want to say your goodbyes, Casey and Katie? Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye. Have a good day. You too. Bye, everyone. Bye.